Welcome to episode 11 of the Pissed Golf Podcast. It's your boy Yousef. How you doing today, everybody? It's a beautiful Friday night if you're listening to this live. If you're not, it's whatever. It actually is a, a pretty beautiful Friday night. Right now it's about 84. Probably got to a high of like 86 today. So while it was hot, you know, it was nice. But uh, it's not. That's not the only thing that happened today. Uh... I guess I'll just get right into it. Number one, I have no guests today, uh, no no sponsors, so you don't got to worry about that either. Um, pretty much the uh, the news of the day is Brian Callen has some rape accusations against him. That's right. Brian Callen, the guy, uh, if you don't know him, he's uh, half of the fighter and the kid. He frequently goes on the Joe Rogan experience for the, the fight companion. He's a friend of Rogan. He's a big friend of, actually, Chris D'Elia until Chris D'Elia got accused of stuff. Then he went and just decided, nah, I got to scrub my Instagram from this guy. I don't want people to know that we're friends. So when he did that, I, I lost a little respect for him because, like, it's one thing if you don't want to maybe say, hey, I got my friends back, because he did kind of say that. He goes, look, I don't know if any of these are true, and this is not the friend I know. But then to go and scrub your account is almost like, yo, I know this guy's going down for some shit. And then it makes you look a little guilty, too. That being said, here's here's the, uh, the information. Jamie's uh, on break today, because I just got to figure this shit out myself. Um, Jamie got returned. I had to return it to the sender. That that desk that I got with Jamie was just way too expensive, so I I didn't. But you need to return the child too, so it's uh he's gone. But um, so apparently here's the Brian Callen allegations. Um, I guess I'll go from what I think is like the least problematic to the most problematic, and the <laughs> one of them is he decides he's gonna try to get with one of these comedians that he thinks is hot and every comic uh who listens to this podcast or anybody who just hangs around comics knows that's just what we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna try okay how are you gonna tell us not to try i mean i don't because i don't want to date somebody and then have shit go wrong and then i have to see them all the time you know but i'm also psychotic you know i'll find any reason not to date a girl and then i will use that reason because uh, I'm insecure, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. It's not about me. It's about Brian Callen. So here's what he did. Brian Callen saw some girl as a comedian. She was hot. I think she was, like, struggling for some money. I, I, I got to remember the full details. I don't have it off the top of my head. But from what I remember, she was a little struggling for money. And he's like, all right, uh, I'll help you out. Come on. I have a show. Come to my show. Uh, I'll put you on or something like that. Or then or something like that. And then she's like, no. And they say, oh, don't worry, uh, come to dinner with me. So she goes to dinner with him. After dinner, you know, he pays for dinner. He's going to drop her off, and he's like, oh, uh, he pulls out his dick or something like that. And he's like, oh, give me a blowjob. And she's like, uh, I'm not going to do that for stage time. Like, no, 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 I'll give you money. So that's why he had the allegation that for a blowjob in exchange for money and stage time, it was he was just negotiating at that point. He was trying to do whatever he could to get that blowjob. He paid for dinner. He was expecting a blowjob. That's why 
I don't expect that shit. And then if it comes, it's even better, Brian. That's how you got to learn. Learn from the best. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm the best, but I'll tell you this. I'll get a blowjob sometimes. Like, maybe one a year. That's a lot. Just so you know. That's a lot of blowjobs. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of blowjobs. All right, so second more serious allegation is allegedly he, and apparently all this is alleged if I didn't say the first one, um, but allegedly he was in like some kind of dressing room situation with a female and he like pushed himself upon her and started making out with her. And that's not good, bro. No, you can't do that. She did not want it. No, you say no, you don't do that. You don't do that. Dude, that's so creepy. Don't fucking do that. Don't be a creep. Now, the worst one, and also the most confusing one, is the one of the, of actual rape. And I'm... If this is true, fuck Brian Callen. Because, like, honestly, that's just dirtbag, scumbag shit to do. And there's no excuse for that. But apparently, he had... Uh, he knew this girl his, her, the girl's dad the woman's dad uh, got him acting gigs she was an actress too you know uh, they were hanging out as friends one day they were hanging out he's uh, making comments about how she's dressed and this and that invites her over I think they said they were going to go to a movie he said oh I'll pick up a, a, a thing to find out the movie times and instead he's like ah you know we'll figure it out at my apartment he takes him to the apartment then just tries to have sex with her. And she's saying no, and he's still going. And that's where, if that's true, that's fucked up. That's wrong. No, you don't do that, bro. No means no. It always, no means, like, how old are these people? Are, how old are these people? Or even the young ones especially that don't know that no means no. You just, they say no, and you say, okay. Um, I'm going to call you Uber. Uber? Uberto? Uberto? Or lift. There's no third option. Sorry. Yeah, I'll get you one. No, it's all good. No, I get it. No, no, no. I, I, I shot my shot. You said no. Uh, I'm an adult. I'm just gonna. All right, whatever. No, 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 I get it. I get it. No, no, don't be sorry. Look, sometimes things just don't work out. I get it. It's not you. It's me. I get it. Don't say it's you. It's probably me. It's almost always me. Anybody who listens to this, it's almost always me. Unless it's you. But, like, it's almost always me. That's why I say almost. Every once in a while, it's them. Every once in a while. Not always. But, um... I would say, like, majority was, like... All of them except for... Two? Way in the past. I can't think of anybody recently. But definitely in the past, there were two. It was definitely them. But recently, it's been pretty much me. Yeah, man. And that's life. And that's life. And Brian Callen, it's full of dents, as, as my boy Delia would say. And Delia, I hope that shit's not true. Even if it is, his shit's way less fucked up. Let's be real. The worst thing he did is pull his dick out. He talked to one girl who was quote-unquote underage. And then 
found out she was underage and stopped talking to her, but she says that he didn't. And then she hits him up when she turns 21 and said, hey, I'm 21, DTF, no strings attached. And he left her unread, and then she goes and left that part out when she accused him. So it's like, like apples to oranges. They're still fruit. But, you know, one has skin you can eat, and one has skin that's disgusting as fuck to eat. And that's, that's the difference. Nobody ever tells you that, do they? When they say apples to oranges. No, they don't. You know why? I'm fucking breaking ground here. Alright, I'm a goddamn genius. You guys are listening to some next level shit. I don't understand how you're not telling more of your friends, though. How are there still only, like, five loyal-ass fans in the beginning? I, I mean, little, don't get me wrong. My my episodes trickle up to, like, like the most I think I have is, like, 70 plays on one. But, like, on average, they'll, like, average, like, 25, 30. Like, so it trickles, but, like, come on, let's get that average a little higher, guys. If you have friends who think they might know me or like my voice or or something, I'll talk about more relevant shit, man. I got a lot of relevant shit. In fact, what we should talk about that's pretty relevant, you know, that whole, um, I'm thinking, I thought about this thing. I, I termed it. What did I call it? Let me see. I think I might have put it on my phone. Called it, uh, quarantine anger theory. It's still, a just quat cat with a k with a q so a quarantine anger theory is is this all this time that we've been stuck in quarantine not being able to physically see other people's reactions and emotions has made people feel other people that they're not seeing are less than human and therefore it's very easy to snap on someone online especially if you don't like them even a little bit now you don't see them, you don't see them as human, you're just seeing their name on a screen and you're like, fuck that guy. And it even works with friends, man. Because I don't know about you guys, but I had a couple group chats that pretty much ended. And it was all because like people just keep snapping on each other over little miscommunications. And we're friends, so I can only imagine how much this ripples onto the regular world with people who don't like each other. So this quarantine anger theory, while it is just a theory... It's pretty much proven everywhere if you look at it. If you go online to any of the, the major platforms, what you're going to see is, is a lot of people who are angry. And you might even look into your own life and notice you get angry at people too. Now, I I know it's it's not as much if you talk on the phone because you can hear the human. still can get angry because you have that power to just hang up, which you can't really do in real life unless I guess you walk away and they don't follow you. Uh, or close a door in their face. But, like, that's that's the thing. Like, we're dehumanizing each other. And it's coming to the point where friendships are being ended. Relationships are being ended. Uh, people are either finding out how much they really do love and appreciate their friends and family. Or that they really don't love and appreciate them at all. And they're, and, and they're letting the anger come out. And sometimes it's not like... They want to be angry. Like, they're not angry by accident. We have all this information out there about you need to be wearing a mask. You need a vaccine. Nobody's saying go exercise. Nobody's saying take your vitamins. Um, you know, these are things that actually will make you feel better. And they're not talking about it. But they're telling you to do things that will not make you feel better. Wearing a mask. Yeah, let's say 
look, I'm not going to say if it helps or doesn't because guess what? I'm not a doctor or a scientist. I'm assuming it works somewhat because doctors wear it. But then again, here's the downside to a mask. And I said this way early on in quarantine, right when we first, when people started wearing masks and then I started doing Zoom comedy and Zoom comedy sucks. But it's like I hate wearing masks because you don't see how human people are. You can't see their reactions. You can't see their facial reactions. You don't know if they're smiling, if they're frowning. You cut off more than half. You have to just read people's eyes. You know how hard it is to read people's eyes, man? Especially if they're Asian. Any Asian, by the way, not just like Chinese, which are extra hard. I always go against the Chinese. I don't know why. I got no beef with you Chinese. Just so you know. I don't use Chinese products unless it's made in China, then I use it. But I don't, like, go look for Chinese products. But I have no problem with China. Just saying. Now, getting back to the quarantine anger theory and how we can fix it. Now, you need to wear the mask. But the mask is also part of the problem. So maybe, here's a suggestion. Paint a little smiley face on the outside of your mask. Maybe you'll make somebody's day a little bit better. That's going to help instead of somebody who can't see anybody's reactions, assuming everybody else is mad because they probably are. And all the news is pretty much negative 24-7. They've also found ways that that we're so angry that when, when things happen, we're ready to protest and revolt. And nobody's ready to stop until things change because we just we need something to happen that's not what's happening now. It's pretty much what's going on. That's pretty much it. Like, look, guys. I don't have all the solutions. I don't have any of the solutions, to be honest with you. I don't think anybody does. And if they do, they're probably lying, Bill Gates. The solution is not going to be a vaccine. But maybe it is. Maybe it's maybe it's part of everything. Maybe part of it is, is hydroxychloroquine. And some of it is is vaccine. Some people need a vaccine. And some people will just need vitamins and exercise. And some people will just get it and be fine. And I think that's what we need to be testing for. Instead of just seeing, hey, are you positive or negative? Do you have antibodies? What happened? Like, that's, that's all. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to talk any more about that, to be honest with you not gonna lie that shit's kind of that kind of bums me out just because like i don't have any solutions and like there's just too many angry people out there uh but it comes to a theory i was thinking about i don't remember where i heard this and i wish i did because it, i wanted to look it up before but they was talking about how the, in the conscious, I think this might even be like a Buddhist thing, but in in the consciousness of the universe, what happens is there's, and right now we might be in an age of conflict, which might be ending or at the end, and that's what 2020 could have signified. Is like either the last year or the like maybe this is the age of unity, the next step. Now, in that age, obviously, in every age, of, of especially something of such a big transition, there's going to have to, sorry, of such a big difference, there's going to be a transition, is what I was trying to say. Like, you can't just go from black to white. There has to be some gray in between, you know? So, that being said, this age of conflict is, is going towards the age of unity, a.k.a. the end of the world as we know it, a.k.a. the Antichrist. So, I mean, like, look, I don't want that to happen, but if it has to happen and it has to happen, what am, who am I going to fight it? I can't, what am I, I can't do anything myself. 
The only thing I could do is be the best person I could be. Keep doing this podcast three times a week for you people. Um, Go to do comedy as much as I can and keep working hard at my job. That's pretty much it. Be nice to everybody around you. That's, That's all I ask. That's all that should be asked. You know? Today's Eid. If you don't know, guys, it's a Muslim holiday. This one is in celebration of when Abraham was asked by God to sacrifice his son. And he was going to do it, but the knife wouldn't cut. And he sharpened the knife to make sure it would cut in one slice. And it wouldn't cut. And it would cut anything else. I think he even cut a stone with this knife, but it wouldn't cut his son. Then God said, ha ha, kid, I'm just... No, he didn't say that. But he's like, look, I appreciate that you were going to do that. You don't have to sacrifice your son, but you should sacrifice a ram or a sheep. I think it said ram, but I think it just meant a sheep. And so he sacrifices a sheep. And that's what we do now once a year. Now, what we do with that meat is we usually give it away if we do the sacrifice ourselves or we keep some of it and then we donate some to family. You're supposed to keep, I think, a third for yourself, a third for your family, and a third for charity. But for the better, what's better to do is just give it all to charity if you can afford it. And what most Muslims do, at least nowadays, is they'll just go ahead and they'll... uh, pay for charity to be or for the slaughter to be done overseas in an area where maybe people need food and then the food can get divided out and split up and so people actually get to eat good for a little bit and i think that's a great idea and i love it i even did a a slaughter myself once uh i did not love that because i hate blood and i'll tell you maybe it was because it was a religious experience or something i didn't pass out at the sight of the blood and i had to cut the throat of the sheep that I paid for, by the way, it was expensive as hell. It was like 300 bucks, something like that. Depends on where you go. Where I went, it was like 300 bucks. I cut it, then I I got to uh, do the manly work after that. We did, obviously, now, what, just so you know, like, oh, you just cut a sheep, you're a fucking savage, you savage, pee to people, fuck you, savage. No, fuck you guys. Here's how it's done. Now, we feed the sheep, then we give them water. Then we blindfold them. Then we lay them down in over a hole that's dug for the blood to go into. That way their neck is exposed, but they're not in an uncomfortable position. And then what we do is we read prayer upon them. And it calms them down. And then we cut the throat. Now, that being said, uh, yeah. That's what we do. But it's not that bad. And it didn't really feel that bad doing it. I didn't I didn't panic. I didn't freak out. I just did it. Got it done. Bam, bam, wiggity, bam. Now the after part, that was harder. And then what we had to do is you hang it up. Um, you put some meat hooks in underneath the, uh, like I think it's like the Achilles or whatever the equivalent is of, of them. And then you hang them up by their back legs. And then... Um, what's nice is if you have a compressor, you do this. Otherwise, you can just get, like, a, a tube, and you, you can make a little slice right underneath, like, the ankle. And then you put the tube inside, and you blow it with air. Now, it's better with a compressor. Otherwise, it takes so long to fill that guy up with air. And what it does is it kind of separates the skin, especially if it's hot from, uh, from the meat. That way, you can still keep the fur. And once you skin it right, you keep the fur, you throw some salt on it, and then you can wash it, and then you cure it a little bit so it stays fresh. But then you have like a, a nice fur carpet that's from a natural sheep. 
you know, you're going to have to comb out the dirty shit from it, maybe even wash it a little bit, but like not actually wash it. I don't know how you wash it. You look it up online. And yeah, once you uh, do that, you get the knife. I usually start right at the neck. I go around the neck. Then I go down the chest, straight down till I get all the way to the bottom. Then I go down each leg on the inner part. And then around like the ankles or the wrists, I guess, technically. So you can get a little bit of that. You know what's the crazy part is it's not worth doing that. You basically just cut around the shoulder. And then, like, obviously you want to keep the shoulders and de-skin that part. But they don't come off usually in one piece, at least for me, when I skin it. I don't know. And so once you have that skinned, um, the skin is pretty much, once you start, you have a nice sharp knife. It's a rounded one. You'll go in real close, and, and you'll see it'll be like, it'll start peeling away, and you can just kind of just keep scraping at it. Kind of the same way you would, like, take fat off of, like, chicken or something like that. Um, and then once you get the skin all the way off, what you want to do is have, like, a bucket or something underneath to catch all the organs. Because you don't want to do is cut straight down the belly with the big knife. You got to be careful. You don't want to puncture any of these organs. So it's good if you actually just stick your hand in. Like, and you want to do the belly, not the chest, the belly. Because you got to let the internal organs kind of fall out. Now, it's already upside down, which is weird. I think you kind of got to pull some out because they kind of fall into the, the rib cavity. But that's fine. You're going to end up cutting the ribs in half. If you want, you don't have to do it right now. Now, this part I didn't have to do. So the quartering part, um, after that, you know, I kind of just buried the guts. And then somebody else came and finished it. But you kind of just cut it in half completely. It's better if you actually have a saw. You cut it straight down the spine, like are close to the spine, all the way in half. And then from there, you cut it into quarters. That's called quartering. So you have the front leg with the torso and the back leg with the torso. And that's how you skin and quarter an animal. And happy Eid to all my brothers and sisters who are listening. Eid Mubarak. So that being said, that that's the holiday that's today. Okay? I don't know. Just change it up on you talked about Brian Callen, I talked about my theory, I talk about uh, this Eid, and, and what else, um, oh, I should do that, I want to, I want to, oh, God, I should end on something like this, you guys, I don't know what you guys have been watching, I'll talk about that later, but one of the things that I was watching, and I'll, I'm going to kind of watch this with you, we're going to, you're going to go on YouTube, you're going to type in Charlie hits everyone, then karma hits Charlie. It's about Charlie Zelenoff. He's a boxer. And this this one has 10 million views. It was posted a year ago. It's 6 minutes 45 seconds long. And it's by Total Combat Sports. Now, this guy, uh, Charlie Zelenoff, I'll give you the, the 411, the quick intro, because this video doesn't. Not like the one that I, I saw on Facebook that I fear on my Facebook. You can see I posted on it a couple days ago. Um, so this guy, Charlie Zelenoff, he pretends to be a professional boxer. And and his whole thing is I'm blank, 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 and oh. And by blank, 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 he thinks he's in the triple digits and oh with street fights. He, he's, he's delusional. What he does is he either pays people or he just comes up and sucker punches people. And like tells him we're going to spar and then he just goes full force on him. And then when they're like, yo, I'm not doing this, he goes, see, I'm blank, oh, I won, I'm blank, blank, and oh, and then this, 
And well, karma hits Charlie. You know what? I'm not going to spoil it. Let's let's see what he does. And I'll give a little karma. So I'm about to play it if you want to sync up in three, two, one, play. All right. Let's see what happens. So he's touching. Oh, he just right away. He touches gloves and just starts ripping on this guy. This guy has a bandana on. And you knock again. The guy said, no, I'm done. Now and he's in a, a gym with this big black guy. He looks like he could fuck this, this black guy. could fuck him up. And he's rocking him. And that's the thing he does. He just starts rocking you in the face right away. And then you just you sit. Oh, man. Look, you quit. Oh, I got to take one headphone so I can hear this better. Oh, he's just fucking this guy up in the gym. Hold up, hold up. And he's still hitting him. Hey, hey, hold up, hold up. Hey, hold up. Oh, and he knocks him down. He goes, dude, what are you doing, man? Yeah, exactly. What is he doing? Yo, this guy's barely got his gloves on. Let me guess. He's going to fucking hit him as soon as he's ready. Oh, no. Okay, he's ready. You give him a little bit of... Oh, right for the face. The guy's backing up. Going to stumble. He doesn't care. Okay. Oh, this guy's huge. He's wearing yellow if you're watching. Oh, some big hits in the chin. Okay. Big guy can take him. But he's not blocking. Threw one good hit. Let's see. Some lady doing fake crunches in the background. Ooh, he did. He got some pretty big hits. In him. And then he ends the video, of course, because he doesn't want to get... See... All right, and then here it is. Where are we at? Hold on, let me pause. let me see where we're at. We're at one minute and 37, 39 seconds. Sorry, 140. If you heard the beeping. Yeah, this guy, this is one karma. This is karma that's going to hit him. Just why? Look, he's running. Look how scared he is. Look, he says, nah, yo. Yo, you're not running away from me. I'm, I'm done. This is karma right now. You ready for karma, motherfucker? This is karma, motherfucker. Oh, get him. Oh, get him. Oh, get him. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. If you guys are, are not watching this, too, and, like, this is probably, like, this, the most boring part of the podcast because I'm watching the video. I told you all the video. You should be watching it with me. You guys should have multiple devices. If you don't, you broke bitches. Hit me up. Let's get you on some big money. Big money, 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 big money, money. I'm trying to actually get you guys in my pyramid scheme. All right, back in the ring. The rematch. Oh, no. This guy doing some show-off shit. Ready? Bam, bam. Right in the face. Yo, he ain't doing shit. Bam. Right in the face again. Let's see. He always says, yo, only fight in the body. Only fight in the body. But then he hits everybody in the face. Let's see Charlie get fucked up right now. So I want to talk some shit. All right. All right. Oh, 30 seconds and he's about to go out the ring. No, I need a break, yo. I don't have much stamina, dude. I can't, I can't handle it, man. This fucking guy's running away. He's running away like a little bitch. What a little bitch. Look at this punk karma. Oh, I'm the champion, dude. No, you're not. You're a loser. Yo, how much time is left in this shit? Let's see. There's 3.45 right now. 3.46, 3.47, 3.48, and 
at a 645, if you want to fast forward, guys, I'm just going to play the rest of this. So if you don't want to hear this, you're not going to do it. Fast forward a couple minutes. You know, it's all good. You know how to do the math. I'm not going to do the math for you. He's going to fight him again outside the ring. Now, I've seen this video before already. And no, this guy's mad. This is the part you definitely want to watch, though. If you haven't, if you're not watching, at least watch the revenge part at 4 minutes, 15 seconds. Let's say 4 minutes and 20 seconds. Now you should watch it. Okay. He's like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. Or maybe after this, because I remember there's a fridge part. Right after that, he starts swinging on him. He's mad. Right here it is. He got hit. All right, so the guy that's going to revenge Charlie... Ooh, big ass slam. Never mind. Knock him out. Knock him out. Boom, bam, bam, bam. Right in the fucking kisser. Yo, stop. Yo, stop. Charlie's saying. Yo, you won, he said. Charlie said he won. And Charlie can't say that because he's blank, blank, and oh. And then he's like, no, say it again. Say it. And he goes, yo, stop. Yo, stop. So now he's choking this guy out. And he's saying, you won. You won. And he's, cho he's still choking him. He's still choking him hard, but he's not really. He doesn't have it in deep enough. I can tell because he didn't. The guy's arms are still swinging around. Those arms would have been dropped, bro. If you get a nice deep one in. I've had a deep one in on me, bro. I was out in three seconds. And he's still ready to pound this guy's face in. Until it, everybody fucking. No, they didn't. Nobody didn't get him off. He got off on his own accord. That's Dijon. Dijon Williams or something. Fucked him up. Yeah, you got hit by the mustard, motherfucker. Yeah, say, you got hit by the mustard. That's thick warrior. Ah. Stay maricón. Look, he even gave him the belt. Even though he lost. Loser. He carries his own belt around. He'll take off my glove. He got his nose broke too, dog. His nose is broken. And I think that's pretty much it for that part. So now I got to talk, though, at least until the end of this. Oh, he made him flinch. That was a good one. I forgot. All right, that was worth watching at the end, at least until now. Now you're done. All right, now I got to talk for, like, let's see, five more seconds or whatever. Just so... uh. Oh, what did I do? Anyway, I'm back out of that. So, yeah, man. That, that's pretty much uh, been what I've been up to. Yo, that talk with Dave Naramu was mad fun. Yo, it got me thinking, man. Dave, Dave's a good guy. If you like that podcast, definitely reach out to me. Definitely reach out to Dave Namry. Um, Hit us up either on my Facebook. Hit me. Actually, hit me up, and then I'll hit him up. I'll let him know. So I got to have him back on, though. I got to have Dave back on. I got to have Jesse back on. I'm going to have Pedro back on. I'm going to have Luke back on. I'm going to get some new guests back on. You know, if you guys uh, like any of the guests that I have and you want to hear more of them, let me know. If you guys uh, don't like anybody, you want me not to have them on, you let me know. I'm down to have whoever's down to come on, pretty much. I got to start reaching out to some more of these other comics. I had some people lined up. A couple people canceled on me. It's all good, bro. It's all good, and July is pretty much done. So August comes, just know you're going to get some heavy, nice content. So that being said, um, I just wanted to talk about 
What else? Uh, Shameless. Oh, I got to watch all of Shameless. Shameless is fucking awesome. If you guys have not watched Shameless, it's it's an amazing show. So here's for the people who have no idea what Shameless is even about. Shameless is um, a drunk guy. Uh, William H. Macy basically plays this drunk guy, Frank Gallagher. And he's a, a shitty dad. And he's a drug addict and a drunk. And... And all the shenanigans the family have to go into to survive on the south side of Chicago. Now, it's it's kind of like a comedy, a little bit of drama. I would say it's mostly a comedy, and it's very entertaining. And uh, I think if you, if you want to watch it, if you don't even know about it, put Shameless on. Put the first episode on. And just watch. It's actually got a great cast, and they all grow up, and they become, like, really awesome. And, you know, they got a little bit of everything in there. Anyway... That was what I've been watching lately. I, I watched the newest season that's on Netflix that dropped recently because it said new episodes. I watched that whole shit over the weekend. It was awesome. And uh, that being said, that's pretty much it, man. I don't know. I don't have anything else to say other than uh, you know how to follow me. Um, I love you guys. I uh, appreciate y'all listening. Keep doing that. And, um, oh, and happy birthday to some friends of mine. I'm not going to say that. Yo, you guys have uh, been shy, by the way, my uh, top five listeners who probably listen until right now. You guys have been shy to reach out to me and, and tell me what's going on. I guess you don't want that free merch or whatever. Or you just don't want me to shout you out. It's good. You can hit me up and tell me don't shout you out. I'll still send you the merch, bro. I got your back. Anyway, love you all. See you on Monday with a brand new episode. Might be solo. I'm going to see whose guest I can get to come on Monday. And then I'll drop it later on in the day after work anyway. But uh, this has been episode 11 of Piss Golf. And I'm signing out. Good night.